Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I want to get right to this episode. Before we do, I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. want to let you know the best way to reach out to me is probably an email at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com or through my Instagram account at jscottoutdoors. Just send me a direct message. I want to thank GoHunt.com. They are the title sponsor and have been since the inception of my podcast in 2015. You guys know Cody Nelson, my friend, the glassing guru, the optics authority there, the optics manager at GoHunt.com. If you guys have any optics needs, any tripod, any glassing questions, you can reach out to Cody directly at 602-399-3699. You can text or call him. That is his cell phone. You can also reach him at 702-847-8747. You can email optics at gohunt.com. Make sure to always use, whether ordering online or if you're calling and and call Cody Direct, use the J. Scott promo code. You're going to get a 10% discount. Um, also, you get a 10% discount at the Go Hunt Insider, which has incredible um, mapping now with the Go Hunt maps. Um, it also has amazing draw odds and strategy articles, uh, which is super important this spring going into application season. Go check it out, um, gohunt.com uh, forward slash jscott. Uh, and if you use the jscott promo code, you're going to get a $50 Go Hunt gift uh, gear shop gift card um, when you sign up um, just by using the j scott uh, promo code i also want to thank kuyu ultralight hunting i've been using um, kuyu gear since 2010 um, when the company started they're based out of california Um, my late friend jason harrison was the founder of that company and Um, Since Jason's passing, the company has just continued to push the bar of excellence and innovation. Uh, Go to Kuyu, that's K-U-I-U.com. You can order. It's a direct-to-consumer website. Um, They also have uh, a retail store in Dallas, Texas, as well as the headquarters in Dixon, California. Go to Kuyu, K-U-I-U.com to order. Uh, I also want to thank Phonescope.com. Cheston and his guys over there at Phonescope um, make the best digiscoping adapters for your binos or for your spotting scope. Use the JSCOT24 promo code and get a 10% discount on all orders. Guys, let's get right to this episode. Again, I appreciate you tuning in um, and God bless. Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I've got my friend Daniel Franco of Burnt Timber Outfitters on the line. Daniel, how are you? Doing good, man. How you doing? Good. How do things look up there in the Mogollon Rim country, the 3C4A Unit 123? How's it looking? Uh, we're a little dry. Okay. we uh still kind of missing that uh, monsoon rain that we didn't didn't get last year so um still a little dry we've had a couple of snows we've had a couple of rains which have definitely helped but we haven't had haven't had enough snow or or hard enough rains to uh, to start running any water so unfortunately quite a few of our tanks are are still dry um and it's it's going to take uh, a substantial amount of moisture to, to to get those full 
Okay, so as we enter into this time period of looking at the Arizona elk and antelope applications, um, you're saying it's dry going in. So anyone that is applying ought to take that into consideration. Definitely have point guard. Um, I am hearing that it, we are supposed to be in an El Nino pattern and there is a storm predicted for next week that's supposed to be pretty big. Mm -hmm. Don't don't laugh. I know, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, are you seeing the, the storm on the forecast and what are they calling for up in your country? Yes. So we right now we have a forecasted uh, storm for Wednesday um, spilling over into Thursday and then another one kind of late Friday into Saturday. So we, 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 we have some coming this week. Um, I, I keep hearing that we're in this uh, El Nino uh, weather pattern, but I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. Uh, I think I, the last time I looked at the uh, annual precipitation for, for RE up here, we're sitting at just below average uh, for, for the winter so far. Um, average to maybe just below um but you know and we've had we've had some rains we've had some snows that uh i think will equate to green grass um you know as as it gets uh closer to spring i think we're going to get the the grass green up that we that we like to see uh especially when you know animals are are uh starting to grow their their new antlers for next season um so i will see that and and that's you know, I'm optimistic for that, but what I what I would really like to see is is just a little more moisture where we can you know get some tanks filled up. So, if I had to guess right now, I would say, um, and and it's not the entire unit; it, it's kind of pocketed from from what we from what we saw last year and and even into now. But I, I would say we're probably sitting at somewhere around 50% of our tanks are dry and 50% have water. Obviously, the the further uh, Further south and the higher in elevation you get, those tanks still have water uh, and have had uh, throughout last year and, and into now. Um, the tanks that are in the lower country, they're they're dry. So um, I'd like to like to see a little more moisture to, to, to fill those up, um, kind of get the, the animals spread out and kind of where they where they want to be. I think even if we don't get a lot of, of heavy moisture until uh, our monsoon season there in, in July and into August, uh, that'll still help. It'll fill the tanks. It'll it'll green up the grass and get the animals you know spread out. So um, if we don't get it this this winter and spring, I don't think that's necessarily a deal breaker yet. But uh, definitely definitely keeping a close eye on it to see what what happens here in the next couple of months and then into our our monsoon season. Okay. With that being said, um, coming off of last year. Um, moisture conditions, antler conditions, growth last year, and holdover bulls, all of that stuff, how does that play into um, if, if you were looking at, you know, 3C, 4B, 1, all of that, where, where, where do we stand from, you know, last year's conditions? From last year. So, I mean, I'm not going to pull any punches. Last year sucked. Um, it was in the 30... 35 years that I've that I've hunted these these woods and these mountains last year was probably one of the weirdest worst years that I've that I've seen for 
just for rut activity and, and bugling and, and, you know, elk, elk doing what elk do uh, that time of year. Um, it made it, uh, made it frustrating. It was, it was difficult. Um, we still, uh, we still managed to kill some, some, some solid bulls, which was, which was a plus, but it was, it was, it was tough. It was definitely a tough year. So I think last year antler growth was, was probably off a little bit. Um, definitely dry because we started seeing broken bulls, uh, relatively quick, uh, going into the archery season. And then by the time we got midway through the archery season, uh, broken bulls were, were just becoming more and more common and then rolling into the early rifle season, uh, to be honest, it was it was tough to put together a completely intact bull. A uh, lot of broken bulls, a lot of you know missing beams, multiple points broken. So um, definitely signs of, of just a dry year and, and not getting the moisture that they needed. Um, so that was that that made it tough. So with that said, I think there were a lot of bulls last year that were that, that kind of got the pass because they were they were broken and they were they uh just didn't had, have it didn't have it so uh, a lot of bulls you know missing missing entire beams and, and missing missing horns that got the pass last year uh so kind of excited to see what we get next year i i think last year was um specifically for for the 3c archery uh elk hunt last year i think it was the lowest success rate that i've ever seen if, if not in the last 20 years uh, i know a lot of people that had tags a lot of people that just didn't fill their tags didn't didn't see anything uh that excited them that they wanted to shoot um a lot of bulls that 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 were chased that just didn't get killed so uh i think recruitment i think we're in pretty good shape because there's there's going to be some holdover bulls from last year um a lot of broken bulls that that made it through from last year so um, I think that's, that's a positive going into this year. So, you know, barring some, some more winter moisture, some, some spring moisture that, that gets a good green up when the bulls need it the most. I think, I think that's a positive. And then, uh, just, just getting some, some water on the ground, getting some water in tanks. Um, that'll, that'll be big going into this, uh, 2024 season. Okay. Unit 3C is kind of your bread and butter unit there, born and raised. It's where you live right there. Um, mm-hmm. With an archery tag, let's say that, you know, we get decent moisture and things, you know, are, are not in the below average situation and average to, let's say, you know, average or better. Um, realistically, what do you expect archers to be kind of seen on a daily basis? And then maybe what would be, you know, um, expectations for for what they're seeing and like expectations for what they feel like they should shoot if they can you know get around good you know obviously there's a lot of variables there but you know what do we there, what do we there are at? there's a lot of variables um and, and i think we've we always kind of go into every year with kind of a a, a 350 plus mentality um and, and it seems like whether it's a dry year whether it's a wet year we always kind of tell our hunters and, and, and tell people that are, that are applying for, you know, like three C um, going with the three fifty plus mentality. And then depending on our scouting, depending on uh, antler growth and what we're seeing, 
that may bump up to a 360 plus mentality. Uh, we may hold it at a 350, but it seems like regardless of the year, wet, dry, you know, we, we can always at least go in with that 350 uh, plus mentality. And, and, you know, if it's, if it's a, you know, 350 plus type bull, depending on what we're seeing, that's a bull we might be chasing, might not be chasing. Um, I think going into this year, um, based on what we've got, depending on, you know, kind of how the rest of the, the winter and the, and the spring play out and, and monsoons, um, you know, that could be a 360 plus mentality. Um, I don't think we had great corn growth last year based on uh, just the, the bulls that we were seeing and the amount of breakage that we were seeing. Um, and, and last year was kind of that 360 uh, plus type of mentality going in, you know, just last year alone. So, um, you know, it, it, a lot of it depends on moisture. A lot of it depends on um, age class and recruitment that we get from the previous years. But I, I, I'm anticipating this year going into this year, I think it could be that that 360 plus, And it depends on what we see and what we're what we're turning up as to whether that stays the same or potentially goes up a little bit or, or down a little bit. So. How do you see the early rifle? Is it early rifle or muzzleloader this year? And what uh, what early rifle? What number do you see on that as far as expectation? Is that still kind of a three sixty plus? Yeah, three sixty plus. Um, on the last year, we we killed a couple bulls over that uh, on the early rifle, even even fighting the broken horns and and kind of the the slow to you know slow to mediocre rut at best. Um, we we were still able to to kill a couple of bulls over that 360 mark uh, on the early rifle hunt. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, the, the rifle definitely kind of allows you to stretch out a little further and, and kind of bumps that number up. So, um, yeah, I would, I would kind of hold with that 360 plus and depending on what we're seeing that year and during the archery hunt and through scouting, then that, that could potentially, could potentially bump up. So. Then you've got the late archery elk and then the late rifle. Um, give your expectations on that as well. So they did away with the late archery uh, in 3C um, because of because of 3C being an alternative management unit for deer. Uh, that bumped the cow hunt after the deer hunt. So they've actually done away with that 3C late archery. Um, the late bull hunt... Um, there again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull any punches. Last year was probably the worst year I've ever seen uh, for the late elk hunt, um, and I think a large part of that is due to the fact that we have uh, basically completely lost our elk herd in Unit Three A. Um, they went to the over-the-counter hunts in Three A. Uh, quite a few of the ranchers have have locked up their property and. Uh, not allowing hunting uh, unless you're paying them or, or, or have the exclusive rights. And so that, that late hunt became extremely tough. And uh, last year it just, it, it was definitely one of the hardest and, and worst years I've ever seen in, in 3C for the late hunt. Um, to be, to be honest, we're not, we're not telling anybody to put in for it this year uh, because of how bad it was last year. And until it can uh, kind of rebound or prove itself, then then we'll kind of kind of stick with that and, and push people to other units. So, okay, um, let's talk about twenty three or one or four B four A. Any of those other units that you want to mention there around kind of your hub? 
so 23 kind of kind of similar it was uh it was it was dry last year um started out with the archery hunt to be you know look, looking pretty strong and uh boy it didn't take long as as typically happens in 23 uh as soon as they they started to rut a little bit they just they started breaking up and and getting shredded and uh kind of made for made for a for a tough end of the archery hunt and into the into the early rifle um same thing there the the north end of the unit is is pretty dry um just didn't get any of that monsoon uh rain that we typically get you know in july and august that kind of hurt um as well as you know coming uh, wrapping around the mogollon rim into to to 4b and 4a same thing just kind of missed those monsoons uh just didn't seem like the cows were were healthy going into september um everything that we saw kind of bumped the rut back uh two to three weeks and uh seemed like the most rutting action that we heard and, and saw was was into like the second week of october so um definitely definitely made for tough hunting um Unit one was was a little bit of the exception, and, and kind of always is. It's it's the one unit uh, in the state that is kind of able to escape that that drought and, and dryness. You know, they they're higher elevation. They tend to get a little more moisture, tend to have a, a little more live water, um, tend to green up the fastest. So, uh, unit one was was kind of the exception there. The only only downside to unit one is is we're still still missing that older age class of, of bull so the, the quality uh is still down a little bit uh would like to see uh the, the age class come back and and the quality come back up um still as far as bugling few, and such it it's always kind of pretty good yeah it's always pretty good uh unit one it, it was even it was even off a little bit last year um both both 3b and unit one just were were pretty slow um, but, but unit one definitely picked up a little bit quicker and, uh, didn't, didn't seem to lag near as far behind as, as some of the rest of the units did as far as ruts concerned. Okay. Um, let's shift gears and I know you were a part of a big antelope last year. Um, I believe the raffle or the governor's tag hunter, um, shot a big antelope and talk a little bit about the antelope in your area. So the antelope, um, it, it's kind of been holding its own. Um, I was actually glad to see that they did decrease tags um, all around uh, our area here, um, as far as the uh, the antelope numbers were concerned, uh, especially uh, in Unit Three A with with a lot of the the private land getting locked up. They they decreased the number of tags in Three A. Um, the quality has been slipping, so I was I was happy to see that. Um, Antelope have have kind of been struggling. We we did see a little bit of uh, an increase in quality last year, um, primarily in Unit Four B. Um, I, I was able to be a part of a. It was it was actually a, a super draw tag, or a special draw tag that they did for antelope that that uh, included about uh, twelve different units. And it actually included uh, one of the units that um, that we were able to hunt, and and it's a buck that we had been watching kind of grow up over the last four years. Buck that we've known about, seen every year, 
Um, and he, he just continued to, he, he started out as a, as a young buck with a, with a, just a great look and, and a great frame. And, uh, over the last four years was able to add some mass and add a little more length. And, and this year when we, uh, when we saw him this year, we knew he was special and, and, uh, was able to, uh, connect with, uh, Arizona custom hunts with Hunter Weems and, and his crew and, uh, came out and, and had a, had a great time and kind of chased him around for, for a day or two. But, uh, finally it all came together and, and, uh, was able to get him killed. So. Where do you see antelope up there in those units? You say kind of holding their own, um, just kind of level. You don't see them trending up or down, or just kind of plodding along. Um, so four B definitely is is holding its own. Um, to be honest, a lot of the other units have have kind of slipped on on numbers and, and quality, and, and fortunately, the game and fish has, has kind of followed suit with their tag numbers. So we we've seen a a decrease in tag numbers in 3A. We've seen a decrease in 4A. Um, so, so they're they're kind of ahead of the curve on that, which is which is good because antelope are, you know, they can they can be a little bit fickle when it comes to, to numbers and population and everything. So, they've done a, a good job of of kind of following suit with that. Um, so, I'm happy to see that um, 3A because of the the uh, a lot of the private land getting locked up and and uh, being a little more limited on where you can hunt, they've they've kind of followed suit on that and lower tag numbers as well. So uh, I think overall this year, I didn't look at the exact numbers, but I, I think they dropped close to 100 tags uh, in Arizona this year uh, on the antelope, on the rifle antelope hunts uh, to kind of kind of follow with what their their surveys and their, their harvest data and all their information is giving them. So um, yeah, antelope's kind of one of those that, that – uh, it just depends on the year. Some years it seems like you don't see that many and, and the quality's not there. And then the next year, boy, it seems like, you know, you wonder where they come from and what, what tree they came out from behind because now all of a sudden you've got some, got some antelope in a unit that, that typically been struggling. So hopefully we can, we can get some, uh, get some recruitment, fawn recruitment and, and keep the predators down and, and start to see the antelope herds climb again around here. So that's what we're hoping for. Awesome, man. Well, it's always great having you on the podcast. I want to give you a chance to let the listeners know how to reach out to you or follow along what you guys are doing there at Burnt Timber Outfitters. Uh, easiest way typically is uh, just on our website, burnttimberoutfitters.com. We've got our cell phone numbers, uh, emails. You can reach out to us on email, cell phone, uh, shoot us a text, phone call. Uh, you can also follow along on, uh, on Instagram at Burnt Timber Outfitters. Uh, we try to stay up to date on that as best we can. We're a little bit behind. I need to need to get some stuff on there. Um, but uh, just looking forward to the 2024 season. I can. I, I'm optimistic that it can't be any worse than last year's uh, rut. So we're we're hoping for just a, a little bit of a turnaround and a, a little better season coming up. I thought you were going to say you were looking forward to the spring 3C turkey season. <laughs> i quit looking forward to that 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> man we used to have some good times up there and it was so good now it, now it's like you guys rejoice when you just see a turkey oh hey i'm telling you it's it's gotten we've actually seen a few turkeys just like in the last two years and and uh just being out and about and, and glassing and 
and finally seeing some turkeys and it's 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 good to see but it's it's a long ways from where it used to be yeah all right buddy thanks for coming on you bet thank you man god bless all right bye